Good evening, my lovelies. I hope you all are having a wonderful Thursday. I uh, don't really have anything truly planned out today. Um, I just wanted to talk to you guys about a few things. Um, on a good note, I recently came across, and if you've been on my Twitter this week, you've seen me sharing it, um, this lovely and talented young woman with the name of Kayla. Um, she has a YouTube channel called uh, Pure Tarot, and I was intrigued by her, uh, her style. Um, someone that is very, very dear to me is a Taurus, and listening to her reading about a Taurus eerily made sense. Like this person in my life has been through a lot lately. And that Taurus reading was very, very, very spot on for them. And um, another thing that she did was she made her own deck and she did a reading with her own deck. And I love this idea. And what's nice about making your own deck when it comes to tarot or, or cards or anything like that is that it's personal. It's completely personal and you get what you put into it. So if you put different sayings and words and things like that on these cards and as you're flipping through the cards and you come across one that you feel that you need, it's a message that is out there for you. And I love this idea. I don't know why I never thought to do it myself in the past because I don't really connect with most tarot cards. I connect more with Oracle cards and I work with them pretty regularly. Um, Oracle cards being more, um, I guess more of a soft guidance, whereas tarot gives more of a in-depth guidance, I guess. But for me, Oracle cards have always been a little more spot on for what I'm looking for. Um, but I love this idea of making your own deck of cards. So when you're doing a reading, you just get the message that you particularly need at that moment. Um, now it doesn't have to be everything positive or negative or what have you. You just put on the card what you feel is right. And you have the number of cards about like a tarot deck. I can't remember off the top of my head how many cards they have, but um, you make about that many and you use that for your readings instead of actual tarot cards. Um, so it depends on what you're trying to do and accomplish, but uh, I feel like it's a great idea. So if you have a chance, check her out, Pure Tarot. She's very gifted. Um, I was thoroughly impressed by what I saw. I need her to do one for Aquarius. I do. I'm an Aquarius. At least that's my sun sign. I'm Aquarius, sun, Virgo, moon, and a Pisces rising, which leads to a very interesting mix of things. Um, it's funny. A lot of times, depending on who is doing a reading, 
my Aquarius traits will not go with what's being said. You know, all those posts you see on Facebook or on Twitter, or Instagram, TikTok, what have you. Aquarians are this. Sometimes I am. Yes, sometimes. But also sometimes I'm more Virgo. And there's other times that I'm more Pisces. And it just, it's funny to me how fluid my signs are with my, um, my traits. Because for me, um, they all equally influence me. Not everyone has that kind of, um, I guess, range with it. Like I know people who are 100% what they are like for instance a Sagittarius 1000% that is who they are there's nothing else that I could possibly imagine them being whatsoever a very dear friend of mine is Aquarius Aquarius Gemini holy Toledo is that the most accurate thing I'd ever seen in my life for her and I could never see her being anything other than an Aquarius sun and an Aquarius moon. Just the way she acts so dramatic and so, so out there and how everything needs to be about her. But at the same time, she's very loving and very caring. And then you get that Gemini in there of like the um, immediate switch between one mode to another and like immediately turn into mama bear straight from hood. And it just that's just how she is. And it's just unbelievable. And I I couldn't imagine her being anything else. I could have almost told you her chart without even looking at it. I mean, she is through and through what her chart says. Honestly, I only remember um, bits and pieces of either of our charts at this moment. I have them. I just don't remember the rest of them. I just, I, I look at the first three. Uh, to me, that's what will tell you the most. I know that there's other things in there that will tell you quite a bit. But for me, the thing that really just strikes me the most for people is your moon, sun, and rising. Like, to me, those are, you know, the most important three. But um, as I, I think about it, you know, some of the people that I know in my life and some of the things that, you know, you see in people's charts... Is just really fitting. If you look at my entire chart, and I'm not going to go through my entire chart because goodness gracious knows it's a lot. It's almost scary how accurate my chart is from things that happened in my childhood to things that have happened in my adulthood, things that I go through every day, my, my faults, my things that I excel at. It's all there. It's absolutely terrifying. Um, I didn't used to believe in that sort of thing until I really started kind of doing some research on it and looking because, quite frankly, it's pretty accurate for a lot of people. A lot of things really and truly kind of affect people based on this astrology. And it's just so funny to me how I genuinely didn't believe in it until... I want to say two years ago, maybe even three, when my my friend who does my hair did my full entire chart. And it was almost like she had told me things about myself I never told anyone. It, It was insane. And so I just really started kind of looking into this sort of stuff because it's so interesting to me. 
And so I would do my chart or anyone else's chart just to see. And I, I truly believe that you might find some things out about yourself if you do. Um, uh, on that same note, we recently just came out of Mercury retrograde, which is lovely. Um, mind you, Mercury goes into retrograde all the time. Um, basically, it just means that the planet itself is slowing down. It kind of appears like it's going backwards while we can view it here on Earth. Um, it's a time for reflection and reorganizing of your life. And it's difficult for people. You know, like we literally just came out of Mercury retrograde. But what's funny is that we've had multiple other retrogrades happening um, for a while now. Um, for instance, <sighs> Pluto's been in retrograde since April 27th and will be so until August 6th. Um, Pluto being the planet of creation and destruction. It's kind of a planet that's going to mess with you a little bit. It likes to take control and gain power, but is willing to take drastic measures to do what it needs to do. And when it goes retrograde, um, it causes different structures in your life to be more apparent. Um, basically helps you see where you are and gain a deeper understanding of the way you control your life and in which ways you're being controlled. Um, Saturn has been in retrograde since May 23rd and is going to go out of it in October on the 10th. Saturn retrograde is usually considered something that's really not going to bother you really. And really, instead of being afraid of it or bothered by it, you should celebrate it. Um, it's the planet of discipline, authority, structure, and tradition. And when Saturn is in retrograde, it challenges you and it encourages you to work harder, to grow up, to focus on what you need to do. And, um, it gives you a bit of a break from criticism and scrutiny. So basically right now, Saturn is retrograding through Aquarius, which also is, you know, Aquarians, very free spirited, free thinking, very, um, artsy. And so now you're probably going to feel more compared to follow the beat of your own drum. You're going to feel like you can do whatever it is you've been wanting to do. Um, now, like I said, we just came out of Mercury retrograde, but it's going to go back in in a, I want to say a month or two. Um, Jupiter just went into retrograde through Pisces. Um, Pisces being a planet, I mean, excuse me, a zodiac sign. Um, and Jupiter is a planet of adventure and philosophy. Um, and Jupiter loves Pisces. Uh, it's a period of compassion and imaginative exploration and love. And because Jupiter is going to stay station retrograde this month, the impact is going to trans of this transit is going to be a little bit restrained because it's just going to be sitting there. Um, so basically it's about to move back into Aquarius in July. It's going to stay in Aquarius till October, till December. Um, so basically just enjoy the basking in the love and affection that you feel that you feel the need to give. Um, 
because it's going to be good for you. Now, Neptune started retrograde June 25th. Um, Neptune is the planet of dreams, fantasies, and illusions. And um, Neptune likes to convince you that certain things are real, even if it's not. Um, it can be great if you're trying to connect with your creativity, but it's not so great when you're trying to actually see what's going on. Um, Neptune is going to station retrograde in Pisces. And so you're going to be seeing things that you thought were true that are not come down. Um, illusions that you'd built up for yourself. They're just going to crumble because you need to see the truth. And that's what's going to happen here. You're going to have your rose-colored glasses taken off. And you're going to have to see the world in a true, realistic way. Um, so just be prepared for these things. Um, things that just might affect you. Maybe they won't. Some people are not affected as much by retrogrades. You know, like some retrogrades affect me greatly. This past Mercury retrograde, it truly did mess with me a bit. And uh, usually retrogrades a good time for me. And I'm, I'm usually very happy during a retrograde, um, especially for Mercury. But this past Mercury retrograde just really kind of set some things in motion for me. I've been... Hi, puppy. My dog has decided that it is time for him to have attention as well. Um, but I've really been trying to come to terms with certain things in my life. Um, certain things that I maybe have been not seeing for what they truly were. Or perhaps I have been bottling up my emotions or my feelings, which is not healthy to do. Um, it's, it's not good to take a feeling and put it in a bottle and put it on a shelf because eventually something's going to happen and that bottle's going to open. And if you bottle up your feelings over and over and over, you're eventually going to have some sort of breakdown. And lately, and mind you, even after the re retrograde, so it's not completely that, and I recognize this, and I understand it, but the fact of the matter is, is that I've just been having a rough time lately, and I know a lot of other people are too, and I have a lot going on in my life, you know, stress, everyone does, everyone has a lot going on in their lives, everyone has a life, which you know, just the very meaning of having your own personal life means that you are personally going to have things that happen to you sometimes that you're not going to be able to process properly at the exact moment. And one of those things for me is um, my cat. He's 16 years old. He is my rock. He's been with me through all of the things in my life that I feel from the time I really, truly started really growing up because, you know, things that happen, I, I, I kind of had to grow up quickly. Um, he's been with me through some of the worst things that have happened in my life. And he's been there with me through some of the best things that have happened in my life. And Charlie is old. Like I said, he's 16. He's diabetic. He's got arthritis. He has dementia. 
he gets night terrors to where he'll cry in the middle of the night for no reason. Uh, he's losing his sight, losing his hearing, and now he's barely eating. My boy went from being the most voracious eater you'll ever see in your life, eat anything, literally put his hands in your bowl with ice cream or cereal or what have you, and will literally pull the bowl to himself and will eat it. Um, and he's just having trouble eating now. I realized it when he wouldn't eat his dry food this boy loves his dry food he's on blue buffalo wilderness like the fancy schmancy stuff and i opened a brand new absolutely 100 percent fresh bag of cat food and he wouldn't touch it he wouldn't touch it with the 10-foot pole i let it sit there all day not a single bite taken and then i looked at him really good and I realized that he's basically skin and bones. He's been losing weight. And I guess I hadn't noticed just because I see him all day, every day, and I hold him every day. And lately I've been spending a little bit more time outside of the house. And so when I see him, I realized he's gotten small. He's lost some weight. So then with him not eating for a few days because I tried all kinds of different things to get him to eat and he wouldn't touch it. Um, now I got him to eat a little bit of cat food, like the, the wet cat food, but he doesn't particularly want to eat that. So now he's eating tuna and, um, he'll eat some, but not much. But, uh, he, uh, today I got him to eat a little bit of, um, egg, mostly yolk out of my hands. I hard boiled a couple eggs and he ate more so the yolk than the actual, uh, white part, you know, but, uh, he ate something. At least he ate something at this point. I don't know how much longer I have with him. Not long. I know this, but, uh, whatever I might possibly have left with him, whatever time I have left with him, I'm going to let him eat whatever he'll eat. I don't care what it is because his time is very limited and it's just, I don't know what I'm going to do. I've had him with me half of my life and I don't know how to function without him. He's been with me through multiple moves. He's been with me through multiple different partners. He's been with me through... So many different life-changing events from finding out that I had PCOS to finding out that, you know, at the time the doctor said I couldn't have children. Um, I have different doctors now who say I can, but at the time I was diagnosed as not being able to. And to me that was very difficult because I've always wanted children. Um, he's been through so much with me and... I don't know how to function without him in my life. So for me, it's going to be very difficult when he passes. And it's it's difficult for me now just thinking about it and watching this happen. Because he's not really in pain. It doesn't seem. He's not limping. He's not um, acting like he's in pain. He's not, you know, putting off the signs. He's sleeping a lot. So I'm not going to take him and have him put down because... He doesn't seem that he needs it. 
I'd much rather him fall asleep and be comfortable and be in his home where he loves with his brother, his puppy, and be with me and just one day fall asleep and slip peacefully into whatever comes next for kitties, you know, the rainbow bridge. But I don't know how to handle this, and this is just something that's been weighing on me. That, and you know, typical stress, life, things of that nature. And I've just been having a rough time lately, and I just want to let everyone know, that's okay. We're not always going to be sunshine and rainbows. We're not always going to be positive. In fact, insisting that people be positive 24-7, 365 is actually considered a negative positivity. You are human. You're going to feel things and it's okay. It's okay to not be okay. I know I, I myself suffer from depression, anxiety, things of that nature, but basically I just want everyone to know it is okay to not be okay and you don't always have to have a solid I guess idea of where you're going or what you're doing because we're human things change your life happens everything happens you know things are going wonderfully well for you know a moment and then something happens and that's normal you know, you're allowed to feel what you feel and you're allowed to be who you need to be. And I just hope that all of you understand that. And there's no shame in asking for help. There's no shame in asking someone to listen to you. There's no shame in accepting help from other people. It's hard. I'm a prideful person. Um, that is one of my weaknesses that I am in fact a prideful person and I'm stubborn. I'm stubborn beyond belief. I got it from my grandmother according to my mom. Uh, come by it honestly. It's a hereditary trait. We are stubborn as oxes. But my uh, my stubbornness will have to uh, you know give way. Because I have people in my life that can help me. And I have people that are willing to be there for me. And I want everyone here to know that if you don't have anyone that you feel you can talk to, I'm here for you. I can be that person for you if you need me to be. I am here. I understand. I know what it is to not be okay. And... If you need to speak, if you need to talk to someone, I'm here. If you want advice, I can help. If you just want someone to listen, I can do that. You know, like that's what it is. Because we all, as humans, we need, we need other people. And it's just natural for us. Um, I also want to let you know something that is very important to me is that it is never, ever necessary for you to end everything. It's not. Things will get better. Things can be resolved. You have someone that will listen to you, and if you don't, I will. You are loved. 
someone in this world loves you, and at the very least, I love you. And someone very, very dear to me in my life, they killed themselves. Mind you, he had a lot going on. Um, it was my father. He had a lot going on. He had a lot of mental health issues. He was in the military. He had PT, PTSD from that. Um, he was an EMT for a while. Had PTSD for that. And um, he also had mental health issues to boot. He was bipolar. Never was properly diagnosed until he was much older absolutely refused the help that he was offered because, again, pride. Huge issue in my family. The Bradleys are known for it. Um, and uh, let's just say the Kabbalahs as well because that's my grandmother. Um, but the Bradleys are known for pride. Both sides of my family. And my father was a very proud man. He was a very caring man. He was a very good man. But he never knew how or never even understood how to reach out for help. And um, I want you to know that even if you don't trust me to reach out to me, there is help. There's the suicide hotline. Um, I'm going to put it in the description of the show because I want everyone to know that it's there. Um, It's very important. There's always, always, always someone who can talk to you who is willing and able to speak with you because if you need it, they're there. And the phone number, it's available 24 hours. Um, This particular one um, hosts English and Spanish. And uh, the number is 1-800-273-8255. And I just want you all to know that they are there. I am here, and we care. Um, Another reason why I kind of brought that up is this weekend is uh, Independence Day, July 4th. And one thing that I remember reading, in addition to, you know, all the loveliness that everyone's going to do, all of the celebrating that everyone will do, and we all get a nice extra day off, least I know I do. Um, We all will understand that we're, you know, having a great time. But sometimes our veterans don't have such a great time with the fireworks. It sounds like gunfire. And a lot of our veterans with PTSD will have problems with this because of one thing or another and the noises. Um, our dogs also have problems with the noises sometimes. Um, I was blessed. Armand does not particularly care. Um, he could care less. All Armand cares about is that someone walks outside my house. Then he is the loudest dog you've ever met in your life. All of 14 and a half, 15 pounds. Sounds like he's a Rottweiler. But just remember that there are people out there who may not have the best time this weekend because... You know, they've had some things that have happened in their life and it can be traumatizing for them. So if you notice that happening, be there for someone. Just be there. Help other people out. We are here on this planet 
to help each other. We are here to love one another and treat each other kindly because that is what we need. We need to be treated kindly, so we need to treat others with kindness. So if you find someone that's having a rough time, just be there for them. And if you feel that it's beyond what you can handle, give them the number for the suicide prevention hotline. They're there to help. It's very important this time of year. From here on, we go into holidays. It's July. We we end up with many, many more holidays coming up. Um, the year is going to start disappearing soon. It'll be closer and closer to uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. So this message is important from here on out. Please be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. Love yourself. Love others. Be there for each other. We have each other. So um, that's really all I have to say tonight. I hope you've enjoyed this. Um, I hope that, you know, you make good choices and that you are able to be happy and be healthy. Um, please know that I'm here for you. Um, if you need, uh, we are currently, this, um, podcast is now on iHeartRadio, Amazon, Google, Armand, you need to get out of the way. Okay, puppy, I see you. <laughs> he has decided that it is time for affection and loveies and is all up in my face, wagging his little tail, acting like a fool because he is so daggone cute with his fluffiness. He has, oh gosh, I haven't groomed him recently. So his hair's all in his eyes and his fluffiness is everywhere. And he's so daggone cute. I can't handle it. <laughs> but in any case, I love you more than all of the stars in the sky. And I hope that you have a wonderful week. And I'll have more fun information. And possibly something interesting hopefully next week if you have any advice if you have any um topic you'd like me to discuss please reach out to me on my email it's cerberusmagic at gmail.com and oh my goodness charlie <laughs> you went on the laptop now too oh my goodness my boys have decided that it's time for me to be done um so it'll be CerberusMagic at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at CerberusMagic. You can find me on TikTok, which I really don't understand how to use properly, but I believe that one's uh, Cerberus. And um, I think that's about it. So have a wonderful evening. Have a great week. And I will talk to you next Thursday. Charlie.